Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your Hello there, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. And happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Middle of the week, and happy Wednesday to everybody joining us for this conversation on Text Talk. Yes. Have you got your Wednesday socks on? Let's see. I think today I am sporting some football socks football yeah particular team in in recent weeks i've had the opportunity to go uh, watch the bucks practice and they're putting together a squad of course i'm a big titans fan people that know me know that i follow the colts a little bit because i got to be true to my roots and uh of course you know roll tide in the college college ranks so, so do your socks I, express that for I, all of those teams uh it's just got footballs on it you oh, know okay. so i just yeah and i guess i guess i am ready I am ready to get some football going on. Are you ready for some football? That's I am the ready question. for some That's football. That's the question. Getting all the, uh, getting all the training reports and mm. seeing how the building teams and how the free agency turned out. It's exciting stuff, man. Well, this probably says something about you and about me because, of course, what I'm wearing are my Stormtrooper socks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm ready great. for some Star Wars. Are you ready for some Star Wars? Actually. Well, you know, Disney puts out a lot more content than what the NFL can provide. <laughs> When it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> okay, good point. Valid. You'll have valid. more than 16 weeks or valid. 18 weeks. <laughs> I'm also ready for some Psalm 102. Absolutely. I'm going to read today from Eugene Peterson's The Message. Shocking. A prayer of one whose life is falling to pieces and oh. who lets God know just how bad it is. God, listen. Listen to my prayer. Listen to the pain in my cries. Don't turn your back on me just when I need you so desperately. Pay attention. This is a cry for help. And hurry, this can't wait. I'm wasting away to nothing. I'm burning up with fever. I'm a ghost of my former self, half consumed already by terminal illness. My jaws ache from gritting my teeth. I'm nothing but skin and bones. I'm like a buzzard in the desert, a crow perched on the rubble. Insomniac, I twitter away, mournful as a sparrow in the gutter. All day long my enemies taunt me, while others just curse. They bring in meals, casseroles of ashes. I draw drink from a barrel of my tears, and all because of your furious anger. You swept me up and threw me out. There's nothing left of me, a withered weed swept clean from the path. Yet you, God, are sovereign still, always and ever sovereign, You'll get up from your throne and help Zion. It's time for compassionate help. Oh, how your servants love this city's rubble and weep with compassion over its dust. The godless nations will sit up and take notice, see your glory, worship your name. When God rebuilds Zion, when he shows up in all his glory, when he attends to the prayer of the wretched, he won't dismiss their prayer. Write this down for the next generation so people not yet born will praise God. God looked out from his high holy place. From heaven he surveyed the earth. He listened to the groans of the doomed. He opened the doors of their death cells. Write it so the story can be told in Zion, so God's praise will be sung in Jerusalem's streets and wherever people gather together along with their rulers to worship him. God sovereignly brought me to my knees. He cut me down in my prime. Oh, don't, I prayed. Please don't let me die. You have more years than you know what to do with. You laid earth's foundations a long time ago and handcrafted the very heavens. You'll still be around when they're long gone, threadbare and discarded like an old suit of clothes. You'll throw them away like a worn-out coat, but year after year, you're as good as new. Your servants' children will have a good place to live, and their children will be at home with you. 
Well, I certainly think that that captures the flavor of a current crisis of health. Yes. Uh, and yeah, Peterson really brings it up to date, doesn't he? Well, he's trying. To... I, th- I think he read that psalm a lot, a lot the same way I was reading it, he but I, I couldn't voice it quite the way he did. He did. And reminder, uh, I say reminder, this is really for folks who are new listening. I like to read the message every once in a while. What he's trying to do is not translate the words, but he has said, here's what this psalm means, and I'm going to put it in language that someone today, if they were saying something similar, this is how they would say it. The reason why I actually wanted to read that today was actually because of something we noticed when the mics were off about the difference between the ESV and the New King James, Yeah, where the ESV, and I think it's in verse 6, talked about a desert owl, but the New King James talked about a pelican. Yeah, Honestly, I just wanted to see what Peterson did with the birds there. And he, and he does crows. He did be- buzzards and crows. Buzzards and crows. Buzzards, crows, and sparrows. Yeah. And uh, so I uh, so read that. That was just interesting. Kind of wanted to see how he... But by the time you read all of that, that probably wasn't the part that stuck out to me the most. Okay, what was the part that stuck out to you? Definitely casseroles of ashes. ashes. uh, (laughs) That is is vivid. So one of the things that, uh, of course, Peterson's rendering of this psalm and what we've been reading all week brings to light is this contrast between the mortal, the numbered days of mankind, certainly the psalmist is mindful of his mortality, and then the immortal God, the eternal God. And something that there's been interplay within these psalms is to try to get a handle on, yes, life is brief, days are not promised, we need to redeem that time. Um, And then a God that we serve and love and who loves us, really does live beyond it, beyond time. So talking about the redeeming time part of it, as I'm looking at this, I almost see this as teach us to number our days part two. Okay. Back in Psalm 90, as this book of Psalms began, the the fourth book of the Psalms began, Moses wrote a psalm, Mm -hmm. and he specifically says in Psalm 90 and verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. And in that psalm, he even talks about the fact that our days may be 70 to 80 years. That's how that's how long we might live. But God, of course, gets to live for millennia in a, a year. A, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. There's that contrast between our finite nature and his infinite nature. I always appreciate Moses talking about and maybe 80 years in the psalm. And he when, gets to live what much past that. Well, he lived much past that. When he's 80 years old, he's in his prime, and he's leading the Israelites out of uh, Egyptian bondage. So yes. not all 80 years look the same. We'll just say that. Well, that's true. Think about it. When you're presenting an average, uh-huh. half the people are going to live longer than that. Half the people aren't going to live as long as that. That's a good point. In Psalm 90, teaches to number our days was the idea that we we do have a we have a limited amount of time. Let's use that to the best of our ability in order to bring glory to God. Mm-hmm. Here in Psalm 102, I am certainly convinced that this psalmist is focused on the idea of days. It's it's almost a theme. So uh, especially as you see it in the English Standard, mm-hmm. I. I, I didn't pay attention as much to the New King James if it used the word day. But verse two, don't hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Yes. Verse uh, At the end of verse two, answer me speedily in the day when I call. Verse mm-hmm. three, for my days pass away like smoke. Verse eight, all oh. the day my enemies taunt me. Uh, were, were you about to add something in there? Did I cut you off? I may have, uh, I may have written down a wrong one on my note. Oh. I think we're still on the same page. Okay, all right. I, I also was cataloging day. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. so verse 11, my days are like an evening shadow. Mm-hmm. And then we get down to, oh, 
20, too much of a 23? page. Verse 23, yep. he has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened my days. Verse 24, oh my God, I say, take me not away in the midst of my days. All the personal lament has that concept of day. When he gets yeah. into the communal praise, it's about God's everlasting years. Mm-hmm. So he's focused on day, days, yeah. my days, how long my days are. My days are cut short. So the whole book starts with teach us to number our days. Let's use our days wisely. But now we've got this guy who, okay, teach me mm-hmm. to number my days. But that whole 70 to 80 thing, that's not happening for me. My days are being cut short. Mm-hmm. That's right. His focus is on the other side of it, that while my days are cut short, sure, whatever days I have, I need to use as best I can to glorify God and serve him, but to remember that God's days are not cut yeah. short. Well, and he begins by talking about God's days that were far before his own. Yes. By looking back to creation and talking about how, I think it's verse 25, of old you laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. And even the idea that as time will continue even far beyond the lifespan of our psalmist or any one of us, the idea that even the creation could get, I think it was threadbare uh, in Eugene Peterson's, um, but the uh, garments worn out, he can change those like a robe. Take those off, put on, right? And so God's going to be here a long, 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 long time after us as well. Which leads to the very final verse, which ties together with what we pointed out yesterday. After, I, I mean, to me, the final verse is a little bit shocking considering what he says in verses 25 through 27. Of old you laid the foundation of the earth, the heaven are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. You'll change them like a robe, and they will pass away, but you are the same, and your years have no end, mm-hmm. which is what you were just referencing. Yeah. God, you're going to exist. This world is going to get destroyed. And of course, if this world gets destroyed, who's living on it? Yeah. None. So Nobody. it surprises me that he ends with this. The children of your servants shall dwell secure. Their offspring shall be established before you. Well, you just said he's going to destroy the world. Where's this secure dwelling place? Mm. Possibly we're talking about eternity, but I really think he's just come back to this thing. I know I'm going to die. I don't think I'm going to get to see it. But I know that when I die, you don't die, Lord. You continue on. I want my children and grandchildren to have this secure place. I want them to be back in the homeland. I'm not going to get them there. But I know, Lord God, you're going to get them there. I know that after I'm gone, you're continuing on accomplishing your work and will. What a great lesson as a parent to try to communicate to our children that as much as we love them and and we want to do for them and we want to provide for them, no one loves them more than God. No one. And there will be a time, whether it's in a good time in our mind or not, when we will leave those children, we'll be separated from them. One way or another, they're going to remain in God's hands. They're going to be in God's hands. And to have a peace with that, I think it's a powerful thing. Underlying that, I do think we have to understand, considering the state of Jerusalem and Zion as this psalm is being written, there is the understanding the children and grandchildren will dwell secure so long as they are faithful to the Lord. Sure. Which is why he wants this left as a record for the generations to come so that they can Mm -hmm. praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. He wants to remind them of the punishment and discipline that Israel endured because of their sin, and he wants them to know that even though I'm gone as your father, even though I'm gone, God is still with you. You need to be with God so that you can dwell secure, so that you can have praise of God in Zion, so that you can 
be back in the homeland. Stay with God. And I, I really yeah. love that. And that actually is something very specifically I've, I've said to all of my kids various times, things going well between us, things not going well between us. I'm like, look, I want you to know there's only one person who loves you more than I do, mm-hmm. and that's God. Don't abandon God. Well, and I appreciate that about this psalmist again. Don't use my sickness or my life being cut short as an excuse or as a reason to quit God. Yeah. Don't don't use me that way because that's not my heart and that's not my relationship with God. Yes, God God continues on. Hang on to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you wrap us up in prayer, brother? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. You are eternal. Of old you laid the foundation of the earth. All this creation, like a cloak, you will change, but you are the same. Your years will have no end. Father, whether in your grace and goodness you give us long lives, 80 years, as Moses would speak about this life, we know, Father, that these are difficult times because, if nothing else, we are separated from you. And we look for the time when we might be united with you in heaven forever by the power and the grace of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray, Father, that we might be as parents setting good examples and bringing the right messages to our children about your love and provision for them and their need to be faithful and true to you no matter what. And we pray that you would bless us to that end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. They bring in meals, casseroles of ashes. I draw a drink. I'm sorry. That one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, casseroles of ashes. That's amazing. For anyone who's ever put together the meal list, bringing the food to the sick, it is a freezer full of casseroles. Mm. Mm. Peterson's definitely right near the church folk. (laughs) I can't wait for congealed salad to show up here in a couple of lines. Mm. Mm. Okay.